and gentlemen, back. Another episode, episode 31 of Toe on the Line. With me, your boy, your homie G, Anthony motherfucking what's up, yo? Oh, the nerves are setting in. Iron Man week this week. Um, on Sunday. So it is, today is, or actually, when this comes out, I will have raced. Um, I'm recording this on Wednesday the 16th um so yeah when this comes out i will have already raced but the nerves are the nerves are real at the moment um training this week has taken a bit of a a step back which is real nice um yeah it's been nice to like only train for an hour at a time not more than that um so it's been real nice like what do they do so today's wednesday monday i had just a swim um 2.5k did 2.9 by accident I swear, uh, but yeah, two point nine, uh, two point five k. And yesterday I had a run and a trainer set, and today I had a trainer set and a swim. Um, and then tomorrow is just a run, ten k's, only ten k's for the day. I have not done something, I've not done that little in so long. It's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, ten k's for the day, and then Friday is one point eight in the pool. Um, and then fucking Saturday is just, you know, your standard pre-race day, 45-minute ride, 15-minute run. And then um, we're on. It's game day, motherfuckers. So very, very keen for that. Um, I have, so in terms of my training in the last couple of weeks, like I know you guys listen to this and you know that I've been feeling fucking fantastic. So training has been really good. Um, I'm feeling fucking on top of everything it's fantastic i love it especially in the water i'm feeling so strong so i think i'm gonna pull a ripper swim out of my ass just got some new goggles as well the magic five i think that's what they're called yeah well they mold to your face they look pretty cool um so i was worried they weren't gonna come i ordered them a week ago a couple of weeks ago a week and a half maybe and I was like they're not going to come I'm going to have to be racing in my because I don't want to buy a new set of goggles um, that I'm not going to use so I was like I'm going to be racing in my old ones they're going to fog up it's going to be rough whereas these are brand motherfucking new so I'll, ride, I'll swim in them on Friday swim in them on Saturday and then race day motherfuckers um, yeah training's been feeling fantastic I'm flying at the moment which is awesome um, Nicola has done a fucking ripper job of peaking me She's peaked me perfectly. Uh, well, that's how it feels anyway. Um, very excited. Very, very excited. The work is done now as I'm recording this. The work is all done. I can't do any more work to make myself faster. Ignore the sprinklers. That is not rain. Um, yeah, all the work is done. All that is left to do now is to, you know, rest, recover, and hit the race at, you know, my, my max 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 out fucking send it bro i've been thinking about my my goals proper or properly um for the race and see the irony in this is i will record this before and then i'll put the clips out for this podcast after i've raced so that means that um if i i don't know what's going on if i um record my goals now and post them after we'll know if i've achieved them so i think i'm going to go in and say that my swim and transition plus t t1 is going to be 30 minutes on the dot right then i want to i want to ride in two and a half hours so that gets me 230 which will bring everything up to three hours in total right and i want to do a 440 if i want to do sub yeah sub 440 so that means i've got an hour 40 to run right which means that i want to see what my race what my um excuse me what my run was from last year um and that'll tell me whether i can do a 440 half which i think i can um i'm pretty sure i can i'm pretty sure i did it in like no i'm pretty sure i did an hour 40 last year or close to um it's taking a while to load Yep, hour 41. So it's doable. It is very doable. If I hit 30-minute swim in T1, which I did last year, I've just got to get my bike to two and a half hours. If I can do my bike in two and a half hours, which is averaging about 36Ks, um, very doable. I've got my race wheels on, 
which you can probably see in the background i don't know i've got my race wheels on um i've spent time building my ride strength so i'm gonna be strong enough um to do that which is fucking awesome um yeah i'm very excited very fucking keen so um yeah stay tuned i guess or not stay tuned you'll if you follow me on instagram you'll see what i do anyway i'll try and get caitlin to put some photos up as i'm doing them but if not you'll see that night um i was thinking while swimming the other day right um so yeah i was thinking while swimming the other day all swimmers sorry scratch that all good swimmers or all confident swimmers will swim around you so if you ever jump into a lane this is just a hot tip right if you ever jump into a lane and there's like fucking fast swimmers you know flipping and flying around don't feel intimidated um try not to feel intimidated by them because like i've i've learned this by being in lanes with swimmers that are better than me and i've learned this by being in lanes with swimmers that aren't as good as me if you're a confident swimmer you're just going to go around the other person like i as soon as i jump in there and i see that someone's slower than me i start to read them and figure out that i'm quicker and then i'll realize when to overtake them or when to go past them um i'll start to analyze them and people do that to me too people that are better than me get in there like all right analyze all right i'll take him now um so don't feel intimidated like if you're in a lane with a confident swimmer they'll work their way around you it's the people that aren't confident they get angry so if you've got a bunch of people who aren't confident and they're swimming into each other that's when like there's beef in the pool but if you've got a bunch of confident swimmers and then one not so confident person we'll swim around you don't stress all right so don't get yeah don't get um stressed out if you ever jump in a lane and there's people flying around like we know what we're doing it's fine just stick to the left so when you turn when you go to the wall i always the rule of thumb is come in and cross and go to the right tumble turn and push off so if you're shit go to the left and then let the person go to the right and go past you um anyway that leads me to another thing that happened the other day so this is a this is a story that i'm not ashamed by um but i would have been ashamed by it if it had have progressed to the point that it could have easily progressed to um i had finished my swim and i was waiting for a mate in the sauna and then he got there after i'd done 20 minutes and like I was like, oh, fuck, I'll stay in a bit longer. And we were just talking and talking and talking. And then, you know, before I knew it, another 10 minutes had passed and it was 30 minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, we'll get out now. Um, so I got out and then I was like, I feel like I'm going to black out. And then, you know, we got back to our bags and stuff. And I was like, I had to fucking, I had to sit down for a bit because I felt like I was going to pass out. Um, it was like, I, was, I felt like I was, yeah, I was on the brink of blacking out. And we got back to our bags. I sat down for a bit and then got up to have a shower. Um... And I was like, I still feel like I'm going to fucking black out. Like, this is not good. And then, you know, I was having a shower. No, that's right. I had my shower. Then I went back on my clothes. I was like, this is bad. I still feel like I'm going to pass out. Um, and I was standing there in the change, like in the little change cubicle getting changed. And I was like, oh my God, like it's happening. I kept getting on. I kept pushing myself to the edge of like almost blacking out. And I was like, I've got to hang my head down and let the blood get back there. So I was um standing in the toilet the changing cubicle getting dressed i was like oh no it's happening it's happening it's happening um and then like it didn't happen thankfully but the i wasn't concerned about blacking out like i've done it before it's fine i just you know i'll try and avoid all the um all the like attention i'll be fine but the the spanner that was concerning me was the fact that i had to go to the toilet really badly and i was like if i black out right now in the middle of this like in this change room someone's gonna find me on the floor and i'm gonna have shit my pants and it's just gonna be a whole thing that i don't want to be a part of like i'm fine passing out it doesn't bother me like i've done it before i will be fine but if i pass out and shit my pants in the middle of the leisure center i'm never gonna be able to go back i'm gonna be known as the guy who shit himself um so thankfully that didn't happen but it was close and i could just i could see it on the horizon i was like mate if i don't play my cards right I'm going to pass out and I'm going to shit my pants and it's not going to be good. Um, so thankfully, none of that happened and I'm okay. Um, thumbs up. All right. What else did I... What else happened during the week? I almost hit a fucking kangaroo. So I was driving. It was really early in the morning um, and this guy was tailgating me, which was annoying. And this person, like every time I swim, 
we leave at this we obviously leave at the same time because i drive they end up right up my ass and i'm like can you just have you not learned like can you fuck off it's really frustrating anyway i was driving and they had their lights on they were fucking high like not high beaming me but they were really annoying in my rear view mirror i was getting annoyed and distracted and i was tired oh and there were a heap of kangaroos and then i saw this one i was like don't do it don't do it because you can kind of read the kangaroo if the kangaroo starts to move as you approach slow down because as soon as they move they're gonna do something stupid um so he started to move and then as i got closer i was like he's doing it he's going and he went in front of the car thankfully i turned left and hit the brakes real hard and i think his tail hit my front fender or something i don't really know where it hit because there was no mark um and he bounced off like he hopped away fine so i was really worried i was like that could have been so much worse like literally just missed taking him out completely just got his the tip of his tail um so thankfully i didn't kill a kangaroo because that would have been like that would have weighed on me pretty heavily and it would have been annoying because then my car would have been you know fucked up to a certain extent um so thankfully that didn't happen but it was so close man fucking hell you just got to be super on especially if you drive it out this way in the um in the morning you got to be on because kangaroos mate they don't give a shit they'll jump out they'll fucking come a car to your car without even thinking twice it makes me think like maybe it's initiation for the kangaroos maybe they've got to like do it they've got to like dodge a car and then it's like you're an adult hooray you don't have to do that again i don't know or maybe it's like there's severe bullying amongst kangaroos and it's a way for them to and that that was pretty dark i apologize um onto more positive notes i don't know if i mentioned this a few weeks ago but i donated like six pairs of runners to i took them to athlete's foot um which was pretty easy but next time i'm gonna give them somewhere else because i just don't know like i'm skeptical like i don't want someone else profiting off my secondhand shoes i'd rather them go somewhere where they're gonna get used for people who need them not like some company it's like great let's just fucking melt these bitches down and we'll sell the rubber off like no 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 no. i want them going somewhere where they're going to have an extended life not for someone to profit off it so i donated them like athletes foot you can go there's a bunch of stores that take them but next time i think i'm going to go a different route and donate them somewhere where i know that they're going to go to a good home um yeah cool beans um I, I actually googled something the other day the so uh, you're probably gonna find this stupidly boring but i recently changed my sheets um and i was lying there i was like fuck man it's hot as like i don't know what blend my sheets are at the moment but they were linen and linen is so cool like if you've never slept in linen sheets before it's it's cooling they are fucking awesome because i swapped to my normal ones and i was like damn son it's fucking hot in here um whereas my linen ones were just fucking perfect so i think i'm gonna get more linen sheets in my future plus they're kind of scratchy comfy it's weird they're um weird when you first get in you're like these aren't normal but you're like oh no they're actually quite nice so i think linen is where i'm gonna be going from now on um maybe they weren't i don't know i think pretty sure they're linen anyway um i so there's a note here that's written that i've written and it's literally says what makes some and then nothing so i had a bit of a realization or a thought this week i'm going to try and slow down a bit so i've been flying you know for the first 14 minutes um you had a bit of a thought this week I just a bunch of things are kind of coming clear in my head so this note was one of them like I was like I got halfway I had a great thought for a topic on this podcast but I can't remember what it was because I was writing it I wrote what makes some and then something happened where I just got distracted and never went back and I was listening to so it all came it all comes full circle so just stick me with stick with me on this one right I was listening to a Bill Burr podcast um, from a couple of years ago and he was talking to his wife or he was talking about how he was sitting with his wife and she was like, you've got ADHD. And he's like, no, I fucking don't. And then, you know, a couple of days go past, like he's read the symptoms. He's like, ah, whatever. And he's sitting on the couch with her talking to her about a serious issue, um, not a serious issue, but something serious and like heartfelt to him. And he's sitting there and like the deep in conversation. And then like halfway through, he's like, look, there's a spider and like his wife's like see what i mean you know like 
all those this is this is one of the fucking the symptoms or the the thing is is of, of ADHD or ADD is the fucking getting distracted midway through a conversation and it led me to think I was like maybe I've got something along those lines or like I don't know I feel like I do because the same the exact same thing happened to me with Caitlin the night before I listened to that podcast I was sitting there talking about you know my session uh, my psychology sessions and then like I was I was probably like two in, two minutes into the conversation and I was looking up on the roof and I was like yeah you know this and that and you know serious 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 stuff and I was like that looks like an alien that shadow looks like an alien's face and she was like you fucking serious? Like, are we not in the middle of a serious conversation right now? And I was like, yeah, but it looks like an alien's face. And I was like, I just joined all the dots. I was like, fuck, maybe I do have a bit of that. And then, like, it dawned on me too. Like, I'm really good at doing a bunch of things really quickly and, like, focusing. But I only have a short focus, uh, short attention span, really short on certain things too. Like, I can do a bunch of stuff, but i got to have little breaks in between. And then there are times where I find myself, like, it's like I'm in a glitch or I'm in a, uh, like, a what do you call it? Like an endless loop. Like I'll be sitting there, I'll be like focusing on so many things at once that I'm doing nothing because I'm focusing on the wall, which I feel like is another symptom of it or symptom or side effect. I don't know. Like I get distracted easily. Like I'll change topics rapidly. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like I can focus on some things, but a lot of things is just a scramble. And I was like, maybe that's why I like organization outside of my brain because inside my brain, it's just a lot of things like smooshed around going really fast. And I guess you'll probably, I mean, if you've listened to every single podcast so far, you'll probably be able to say whether I do or don't because you would have listened to me like, what is this fucking dude on about? He's fucking jumping topics like crazy. Um, or at least this podcasts that I don't have structure to. At least these ones I do have structure in them um to allow for this stuff yeah almost forgot what i was talking about lovely um what other thoughts did i have this so okay i saw a snake on my run on sunday um at like six in the morning it was dark and i was running along right and i saw it on the left side it was windy as fuck too which you'll understand why that adds to this so i was running along and like windy as fuck and i saw this i thought it was a stick at first because it was windy there were heaps of sticks on the road um and then i was like that was a fucking snake and i was like oh my god it's probably dead so i went back to double check just to make sure um and then it started moving and then in the back of my mind because of uh hudson getting bitten by a snake like a couple of weeks before uh, a couple of weeks ago in jan I was like, I have to kill it. Like, I have to get rid of this snake. <gasps> because it's just not, like, I can't let someone else's dog get bitten by this thing. And then I was looking at it, and, like, I, I watched it, and I watched it kind of, like, slither off, or start to slither off, and I was like, I can't do that. Like, that's wrong. I can't hurt this thing. It's done nothing to me. It's just, like, it's scared. It's going to go slither off. It's, it hasn't tried to attack me. It hasn't tried to do anything to me. It's just, you know, slithered off the path and into the bushes and i was like yeah i'm not gonna touch that thing because what's it gonna do it's gonna make me feel fucking guilty it's gonna eat me up inside i'm gonna have to live with that the fact that i killed um a fucking snake because what it did nothing it um because it was there like no that's not fair and then it led me to think i was like like what's justice and what what does revenge what does i don't know why it led me to think what justice is but i was like let's um, let's define justice, right? And it's just behavior or treatment. I don't really know what that means. A judge or a magistrate in particular to a judge of Supreme Court. So, so I don't really know what, what is a true definition of justice. Here we go. Fair treatment of fair treatment. Everyone deserves justice. Okay. So if you take that definition um, of justice, fair treatment, everyone deserves justice, right? And I apply that to that situation. I gave it fair treatment because it did nothing wrong. It was just living its life. And like I said, after Hudson got bit, like you think about being a snake with no arms and just a fucking mouth, no arms or legs and just a fucking mouth. It's going to be scary as, so you're going to want to bite first and ask questions later. So I was like, it's in self-defense. It's not like it's attacking you. I would love to know how many snakes have actually attacked people and things um, rather than just defending themselves from these things so like 
I looked at it and I thought I was going to, you know, take its life because of what another snake had done to my dog. But then I was like, no, that's not fair. That's not justice. That's wrong. Like, that's bad. So I let it go. And I feel much better about it. Um, watching it slither off into the bushes, I was like, good on you, mate. I know you're, you know, you're just living life. So am I. Um, but <laughs> for the rest of my run, I was very scared. Like, every stick I saw, every stick I saw, I was like, oh, it's a fucking snake. It wasn't. But, like, I was shitting myself. Because I didn't think they would come out that early and in the dark. I guess maybe the pavement was still warm from the day before. Because it was quite warm on Saturday. But still, like, that early? It's fucking dark, dude. Don't you want the sun? Anyway, it um, scared the fucking shit out of me. Big time. I What else did I do? Sunday, I also went and saw Jackass. Jackass Forever. And, like, so... I don't know if how many of you have, like, witnessed or watched Jackass in the past. But I love it. I love the bo- Jackass boys. They're the fucking best. Um watched all of them growing up like tried doing stunts when i was growing up like everyone who watched jackass did jackass nitro circus the dudesons like all that shit the best and it was such a good movie like i shed a tear because like i've watched those guys you know forever and like this was their last last hurrah the the og crew like you know saying goodbye to the fans doing their last couple of stunts for the tv uh, for the movie and it was just fucking like it was so good it was such a good movie like i i can't wait till it comes out on paramount plus so i can watch it again um it was just sick like loaded with so many stunts so many fun fun bits like i love that kind of stuff like the pranks the pranks kind of shit it's it always makes me laugh um so i fucking loved it but i walked into the cinema right i walked into the cinema to see jackass and given i was there a bit early um there were two other guys in there sitting completely alone and then i walked in to sit completely alone too because i think that they were all in the same boat as me. Like, their partner didn't want to come and see Jackass with them. So, they're like, fuck it. I'll just go by myself. That's my theory. And I think a lot of dudes would have been doing that. If they had no... Like, if their mates weren't available to go with them or didn't want to see it and their girlfriend didn't want to go with them, they were like, ah, fuck it. I'll just go by myself. Sick. But on that note too, if... Like, I love going to movies by myself. I find it so peaceful and so, like, you get to enjoy the movie... Um, not that you don't enjoy it with other people, but like if I'm going to go to a movie that only I enjoy, like for example, if a new Dragon Ball um, movie comes out, which it's going to, I think, March or April this year, I'll go see it by myself. Because I know Caitlin's not right into that shit and like no one I really know is right into that shit. So I'm like, eh, I'll just go see it by myself. Um, and that way I get to sit there, not worry about, you know, keeping someone else entertained. It's like, great, I can watch this and just enjoy the fuck out of it. So that's what I'll probably end up doing when Dragon Ball comes out. Um, my hot tip is I go to the, the Hoyts in Greensboro. I always pick two seats off to the side and just pick one of them because odds are no one's going to want to sit next to you if you've booked one of the two seats. It's, it might be a dick move. Like the odds of you getting someone who's like, I want to sit next to this random person are very slim. So that's always my play. I always book one of the two seats and just sit there and enjoy it by myself. It's the best. Um, oh man, I feel like I've just been talking non-stop, hey? Um, alright, so I'm not going to get into the topic yet, but I'll give you a little sample. This week, episode 31, um, is released on the day of my Iron Man, and what I'm going to try and talk about today is, like, is the age of pleading ignorance to everything coming to an end, um... That's where I'm going to go with this. So, stay tuned. I'll probably get to that in like five minutes. Um, I got so much information. So, it's a like it's a pretty dense one. I actually did research for this one on cognitive development um, because I give a shit, you know. I was supposed to record this yesterday, but I didn't. So, I'm recording it today. Um, anyway, moving back to my, my notes. There's some other shit. That's right. So, this week. Okay. Now, this is how. This is fact. This is how you can tell that crypto is becoming real. I got an email from a scammer claiming that he had a spyware on my computer and that he was watching me and that he had video footage of me doing stuff that he's going to release to the internet. And he's like, if you don't transfer me 
0.002 Bitcoin, I will release the video to the internet. Now, this guy sent me like four emails um, to, uh, I'm going to tell you what 002 Bitcoin is. 0.002, it's $123. No, maybe it was 0.02. Yeah, it's 1200 bucks. Anyway, I was like, this guy sent me like four emails um, saying the same thing. And I was like, you think I'm going to believe like you haven't released a video yet, dude. Um, firstly, and secondly, he's asking for crypto. Like that, that just shows that even this fucking scammers are onto this shit. If that doesn't mean that the currency's picked up and it's like, it's a real thing now, then I don't know what does. Crypto is real. Scammers are using it to claim. And maybe because it's easier to do, you don't need like, there's no linkage. Oh, I guess there is linkage. But yeah, I just thought, I was like, fuck man, crypto is real now. These guys are asking for it. Bitcoin is a real currency. Um, speaking of crypto, like, I don't know if any of you, I, I should do an episode on it. Hey, I love it. Um, haven't, didn't check heaps over Christmas because it dipped. It fucking went through like rough, rough time, bro. This, the start of this year actually was rough. Um, crypto wise, but we like, yeah, the crypto market dipped fucking heaps, but, but, um, you know, I did jump in here and there to buy a top up a few more because i was like yeah it's a dip i'll buy um i'll top up my my safe ones my safe ones that i've you know with like obviously do your own research that applies i'm not a fucking expert but the ones i'm that my top four investment at the moment top four investments on crypto at the moment are um yeah uh obviously bitcoin ethereum um, Cardano, ADA, and XRP, they're my, they're my big ones, and then I got a bit in SHIB, but I'm holding that somewhere else, um, so yeah, they're my, they're my go-tos at the moment, and I've got a bunch of other ones, but nothing substantial in them, like those are my big, big four, um, yeah, so I'm keen to see what that does this year, actually, be interesting, be interesting, so maybe I should do an episode on crypto, hey, let's write and let's fucking mark that down for season two of the year, what else what other topics did i write down see i wrote i had a topic oh no that applies there i had a topic um for another episode and i forgot it like i had it in my head and i wrote it down i was like episode 43 and then um i forgot it because of my fucking adhd i've been doing this thing right where i'll blame um stupid stuff on because it's just been a recent discovery i'm not saying i have it i'm not saying i have adhd or don't have adhd i'm just it's it's, to me it's kind of funny to like throw it out as an excuse for things what did what did we do yesterday i don't know we're doing something i was doing something with caitlin um and she was like no she asked me that's right i used the wrong word in a sentence and she's like that's not what that means and i was like oh it's it's my adhd um and she was like that's that doesn't change anything and i was like yeah it does like it's just been a fucking smarter so i think i'm gonna do that for a little bit longer and see what reaction i get um because it's funny just to say it like if you know something goes wrong it's like oh fuck it's because i got adhd not saying i do but it's just funny um anyway i thought that was just a fun topic you know a fun little thing um oh so i'll go yeah what i'm gonna do is i won't save them to close i might save the i've got another two points um i want to talk about but i might save them to close so we just in case shit gets dark then we can close on a good note you know or maybe i'll save one of these for their own topic Anyway, um, all right, so let's get into the fucking juice of this bad boy. Or let's kill a bit of time and we'll start exactly on 30 minutes in. Dogs are getting clipped tomorrow. Um, They're fucking very dirty at the moment. It's crazy. Um, Oh, fuck, so I put my new wheels on my bike today after doing a trainer set and they sound so good. I'm so keen. My bike's getting serviced tomorrow. Throw it on the new roof rack, drive it down get it service come back and then we're fucking game on and it's time to put my bag together um, with all my shit for the race it's getting real man i'm very excited um yeah fucking hell 
it's it's going to be a good race. I'm keen. I'm keen for the time off too afterwards. Um, I've made a deal with myself that I know I'm not supposed to make deals, but I've made a deal that I'm going to only train. Like I'm going to take at least three days off after the race, and I'm going to only train for like maximum 40 minutes a day. If I train like 40 minutes once a day, if I train at all during that time, um, during that the, the week after my race, and then I'm going to try and chill for the next the second week too. We'll see how we go. Anyway, all right, let's get into the 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 tofu and beans of this episode. Right, so this week I don't remember what I was doing when I came up with this topic, um, but I thought about it and I was like. I think it is. I think it's coming to an end. Like, is the age of pleading ignorance to everything coming to an end? Um, or pleading pleading cognitive... Wait, what? Yeah, that's right. Um, pleading ignorance to everything coming to an end. Have So, we've left the phase of ignorance and entered the phase of cognitive dissonance or awakening. Um, I don't even know if that makes sense. I don't think that makes sense. But I feel like we've left the phase of you know, pleading ignorant and we've entered the, the phase of like awakening or that feels like my age, my generation or our generation. I don't think the older generations have. I feel like they're stuck in their ways. Um, but I feel like the younger generation has. I feel like we're kind of becoming more, well, I guess they call it woke, woke culture, but I'm not talking about that kind of shit. Like I'm not talking about, you know, canceling people because they're saying certain shit and that kind of stuff. But I feel like overall our view of the world is a kinder better more wholehearted or more more wholesome view of the world and someone actually when i put this on my instagram someone replied that it was like it happens naturally in our 20s due to frontal lobe development and i didn't get to what specifically happens in your 20s um but i did do a bit of research on the cognitive development of us through our lives um and that's what I'm going to go into after I read the... No, I'll go into that first, right? So I did do a bit of research into cognitive development. Now, um, bear with me here, all right? Because this might get a little bit boring and tedious and whatever, but, you know, tune in and listen, pay attention. I put a bit of effort into this. Usually I just wing the shit out of stuff, but today I didn't. Um, I'm going to actually get new glasses as well, like reading glasses. So once my Iron Man's done, I'm going to book in for them because... It'll be nice to not have to squint to read shit. Um, anyway, on to the important stuff. So, Gene, Gene Paget, um, I think that's how you spell his name. Spell his name, Paget, yeah. Gene Paget's theory of cognitive development. Um, children move through four stages of mental development, right? I learned this too the other day when I was reading it. Um, the sensory motor stage, the pre-operational stage, the concrete operational stage, and the formal operational stage, right? Um, the sensorimotor, sensorimotor, or sensory motor stage occurs between birth and two years old, right? Um, the major characteristics and developmental changes during this period are... Um, so the infant knows the world through their movements and sensations. So like they touch things, they feel it, they like move through the world. They get to they only get to see the world through their sensations. So like what they see, taste, feel, they that's really the only understanding they have of the world. Um, ch- these children learn about the world through basic actions such as sucking, grasping, looking, and listening. Like I said before. Um, Infants learn that things continue to exist even though they cannot be seen, right? So that is a a great example of that is peekaboo. Can't see your face. They know it's still there. Like they learn that. At start, they're like, where the fuck did you go? What? He's gone forever. Never to be seen again. Oh my God, he's there still. Wow, wonderful. Where'd he go? He's there. They learn that you're actually just hiding behind your hands. You still exist. And they learn that when you take this case out of the room, they know it still exists. It's just not there. So they, they learn that. They learn to grasp that concept. Um, they learn that they are separate beings from the objects and people around them. So they learn that, you know, they're their own individual or they have a basic understanding of that concept. Um, and then they realize that their actions cause things to happen in the world around them. So if they pick up this pen, the pen moves. Um, just the basic concepts of concepts of living between the ages of, well, zero and two. Um Next is the pre-operational stage. So this is all cognitive development. 
So you're basically piecing together who you are today through these stages of life um, or these through these developmental stages. So pre-operational stage, this is between the ages of two and seven. The major characteristic developments are children begin to think symbolically and begin to use words and pictures to represent objects. This is where you learn to speak and associate pen with a pen. You associate case with a case. You, um, yeah, you learn like symbolism of things and the words that, you know, goes with them. Um, Children at this stage tend to be egotistical and struggle to see things from the perspective of others. Um, It's because I guess you're just learning that you exist. And I don't know, that must be a weird concept. Like you're just learning that you exist and that you can do things. And then you, I guess, I don't know, I don't really know how to explain that, to be honest. But, you know, kids, mainly three-year-olds, three, four-year-olds are egotistical. They think the world revolves around them um, when it doesn't. But that's maybe because they have a limited understanding of the world and they think, well, I guess, yeah, that makes sense. When you're three or four, the world does revolve around you. Your parents, you know, look after you. If you've got any brother, older brothers or sisters, they look after you. Like your grandparents, they look after you. Everyone does things for you. So you think the world revolves around you. You have no idea the vastness of it. You don't know the you know ends of the galaxy and shit like that. You just think like what you see in your house is the world. And it revolves around you because everyone wants to do things for you. So that makes sense as to why you're egotistical um, when you're that age. And unfortunately, some people never grow up from that age and they carry that through life and they get stuck as a three-year-old. And that means that they're fucking narcissistic assholes who need to go to therapy and deal with their shit. Um, But unfortunately, some people don't realize that and they just think that, you know, everyone else is the problem. Not a personal issue, but... um, you know, maybe it's a soft spot. Who knows? Anyway, the other major characteristic development is while they're improving with language and thinking, they are still tend to think about think about things in very concrete terms. So concrete terms means they think it is what it is and there's no deviation. There's no other thought to it. So it's like, that's a pen. And you're like, but it's it's not really a pen. It's like a gel tip, you know, it's a gel tip marker. And they're like, no, it's a pen. There's no deviation because a pen is a pen. They don't really have that understanding of questioning things. Or you say, you know, this is this is red. And you're like, well, it's actually kind of, you know, a little bit pinky orange. It's not really red. You know, they don't have that. They're just like, no, it's red. That's They're, they're set in those terms. Um, the next stage is 7 to 11. Now, during this stage, children begin to think logically about concrete events. So this means like they'll process things in a more logical logical way. Um they begin to understand the concepts of conversation that the amount of liquid oh no sorry conservation that's it they begin to understand the concept of conservation right so an example of this is that the amount of liquid in a short wide cup is the same amount of liquid as a tiny skinny tall cup that was a real, that was a tongue twister eh in a skinny tall cup skinny tall in a tall skinny cup tall skinny cup liquid uh, anyway um, yeah so they understand the concept that, you know, looks don't always, I guess, like, uh, I don't really know how to explain that. The example was pretty good, hey? Let's leave it at that. Um, (laughs) Their thinking becomes more logical and organized, but still very concrete. So I've written here as a note, concrete meaning learn patterns thought from parents. Also, concrete also means like things that are fact, um, like maths, one plus one equals two. That's a fact. So concrete and concrete things are going to be things inherited from their parents as well when they were younger. So it could be like, oh, you know, these these people are bad. Like it could be race, racist shit. Like that's the easiest example. Um, but it could be other things too. Like, oh, you know, which shops to go to. Like, oh, I don't like going to the shops over there because there's too many people. I like this shop better. And then they in- in- inherit that in their own head they're like oh yeah you know what you're right the fuck that shop i don't want to go there until they get a bit older when they start to question that and be like what's so bad about it and they go in there like it's actually pretty good um the same could be applied to what you eat you know at that stage you inherit that from your parents you're like yeah steak veg the best love it not going back not going anywhere this is the best this is the way you're supposed to eat get a bit older you're like i don't know maybe it's not the way to eat 
Um, and so the last um, development is children begin using inductive logic or reasoning from specific information to a general principle. Um, yeah, it's a lot of words, hey. Um, I guess they begin to use logic. That's right. So they use logic from logic and reasoning from information they've taken in. So this could tie into the episode a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. Um, so they're taking information in and they're like, okay, cool, blah, blah, blah. And they associate that with a general principle. So just say they get treated poorly um, by a person with a beard who is overweight and has tattoos. Now they've taken that in, they get treated badly. Like they get verbally abused or something when they're a kid by someone who looks like that. Um, a stereotypical bikey, right? They take that information in. And then next time they see someone who looks like that, they're going to apply that information to that situation. They're going to be like, I don't like this person because they look similar to the other person. Or it could be they fall in the pool and they have a horrible experience. Um, They almost drown. They're going to associate water or being in the pool with negative things. They're going to have a general principle that's like, fuck that place. I almost died. Um, So that's, I guess, what they go through in that stage as well. The last stage is the formal operational stage. Uh, This is 12 and up. Um, Now, the major developments uh, at this stage, adolescent, at this stage, the adolescent or young adult begins to think abstractly and reason about hypothetical problems. So I guess this is where you unlock from 12 and up, you start to unlock a deeper thought process about things where you kind of reason with yourself and you think about things in the hypothetical manner you don't wait for them to happen and then assess them you're like okay what if i was to do this what if i was to throw this pen at the wall and had the ink clicked out would it make a mark or would it not make a mark like you start to think about shit like that what if i just unclicked it and then threw it at the wall it wouldn't make a mark like you start to process things properly um abstract thought emerges so this means like you think of things in a different way to other people and different way to what you were taught when you grew up um like in an abstract way. So the main example I can think of for this one is like a lot of people actually go vegetarian or vegan when they're 12 if their parents haven't already done that for them. Um, It's because they start thinking for themselves and they're like, hey, why do I I love animals? Why am I eating one? They're like, no, I don't want to do that. Like um, it's, it's that age from 12 and up. I guess you're also going through puberty too. So you're becoming an adult. That's what they say. So that's where that cognitive development comes in. You start thinking about things in a more, in a deeper manner. You actually start thinking for yourself in a way like you have inherited values and beliefs from your, your family or your parents, but from 12 and up, you start to develop your own. You start to, you know, branch away from them. You start to have your own experiences and you start to bring your own, like start to develop your own beliefs and experiences and judgments based off that stuff. And you start to think about it deeply. Like you start to think about, you start to question things more. Um, so like you might have believed a certain way or you might have eaten a certain way your whole childhood. But then when you get to 12, you're like, why am I doing this? Like you start to question why you're doing it. Um, so here we go. Teens begin to think more about moral, philosophy philosophical, ethical, social, political issues that require theoretical and abstract reasoning. So the vegan topic is an example here. Um, I guess you start to think about your social situation, like you might feel ashamed about certain things or embarrassed about things when you didn't really think or feel that before because of like social situations. You start to, I guess you start to just process things on a deeper level. Um, You start to analyze things. That's right. So like before before you got to this age or around this age you would just do things and things would happen and you'd be like cool like whatever um i don't really give a shit like you don't really give a fuck before you're before you're 10 you don't give a shit what other people think of you or say about you like who cares but now you start to think about those things and they start to play a bit more on your mind which is why i guess when you're young you have issues with bullying and like body image stuff like that too that can pop up because you're impressionable and you start to think about things and kids are assholes um and they begin to use deductive logic or reasoning from a general principle or specific information. So that could be um, general principle that they developed in an earlier stage because of a negative effect, so negative event. So it could be like a racial thing, like maybe your parents 
brought you up saying, you know, this specific race of people are bad. Um, and then you got to that, that age and you're like, oh, you know, they're like, you know, bad, bad experiences. You associate bad with them. Um, they might use, when you get to 12, you might use a deductive logic and reasoning and think, hey, you know what? Maybe they're not bad. Like you start to process things on a deeper level. So they're the, the four stages, right? I didn't get to like um, the, the what happens in your 20s. I couldn't really nail that down. But from what I gather is 12 and up, you're going to be constant, constantly developing. When does your brain fully develop? Here we go. That's a good question that I'll answer right now. When does your brain fully develop? Here we go. 25. There you go. So my brain's fully developed. Holy fuck. We're in fucking bit of strife then aren't we mate fucking hell um so 25 is when your brain fully develops so from 12 and 25 you're slowly 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 you know developing 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 and i guess you're building skills questioning things um but to relate it back to the question of the day or the topic of this podcast um is the age of pleading ignorance or everything coming to an end i guess maybe not because I'm in that age bracket now where my brain is reaching full development. And maybe that's just me reaching that stage. Maybe everyone who's come before me has had that same experience. They've got to their 20s and they're 25 and they're like, fuck man, all these old people suck. But maybe it's just that because you get to 25 or around that mark and your brain develops completely. And then you've like kind of solidified your beliefs and you've solidified your understanding and opening up of your mind. And then you kind of get older and older and older and you kind of hold that. So like you've been developing on an upward trend and then you get to that age and you're like, cool, you don't really change much after that. Maybe that's what it is. And that, you know, I've seen so many things change over the last couple of years because I'm in that age group and now it's just going to flatten out from here on. Um, I hope not, but maybe that's, maybe that's why. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think so. Anyway, Paget also had some other core concepts and ideas that he introduced um, as other factors that help influence children to learn and grow. So Shemmers is described as both mental and physical actions involved in understanding and knowing. Shemmers are categories of knowledge that help us interpret and understand the world. And understand the world. Um, a Shema includes both a category of knowledge and the process of obtaining that knowledge. So for example... A children may have a shema about a type of animal such as a dog. If the children, if the child's sole experience has been with small dogs, a child might believe that all dogs are small, furry, and have four legs. Suppose that child encounters an enormous dog. That child will take in this new information, modifying its previously existing shema to include the new observations. Um, Assimilation, the process of taking in new information into our already existing schema is called assimilation. The process is somewhat subjective because we tend to modify experiences and information slightly to fit with our pre-existing beliefs. In the example above, seeing a dog and labeling it dog is a case of assimilating the animal to the child's dog schema. The next one is accommodation, another part of Adaptation involves changing, altering our existing shemmers in the light of new information. A process known as accommodation involves modifying existing shemmers or ideas as a result of new information or experience. New shemmers may also be developed in this process. So it's kind of similar to assimilation. Um, and then equilibration. Paget believed that all children try to strike a balance between assimilation and accommodation, which is achieved through a mechanism called equilibration. As children progress through the stages of cognitive development, it is important to maintain a balance between applying previous knowledge, assimilation, and changing behavior to account for new knowledge, accommodation. Right. Um, Equilibri equilibration helps explain how children can move from one stage through to the next. So, basically, the difference between assimilation and accommodation. Assimilation is associating a new experience with an old shema. So, like, seeing a dog, you're like, I know that's a dog because I've learned that's a dog in the past. But the accommodation is... Um, you know, I've seen, that's a, I know that's a dog, but it's a big dog, so now you're accommodating. So you're adding the fact that there's a big dog or dogs can get bigger, you're adding that to the Shema, whereas before you only thought dogs were small. 
Um, anyway, so back to the main question, main topic, right? Is the age of pleading ignorance to everything coming to an end? Now, I think this is, I think for me, the exception of veganism and the slaughter of animals is obviously a loophole here because I feel like people aren't. I feel like there's more and more people that are accepting that and acknowledging that that's a thing and that it's bad. But overall, I just don't think that people are accepting it as much as they should or opening their eyes to it as much as they should. Whereas other things, I feel like people are opening their eyes. They're opening their eyes to things like negative stuff that's happening around the world. Like, hey, that's not okay. You can't be doing that. Like, that's wrong. Um, Like you look at the guys like... Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein, I think. I think he was a dude. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein. They were both doing shady shit. But you look at those guys, like, getting taken down because, you know, we, we've discovered that what they were doing was wrong. It's like, hey, no, 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 no. You can't get away with this shit. Whereas in the past, you know, you could. They obviously did for so long. Um, so that, that stuff's no longer allowed. Like, you can't do that anymore. And I think that that's, an, like, that's a sign of an awakening of, like, hey, you know, this is wrong. Like, racism is another big thing. Like, every... I feel like, although it's still bad, it's getting better because of like, you know, we're we're becoming more like becoming more woke, but we're our eyes are opening to like these things. It's like, hey, there's no fucking problem here. Like, we're all people. Get over it. Who the fuck cares if someone has darker skin or speaks a different language to you? Like, who fucking gives a shit? You're all people. You're all going through life on this fucking massive rock. You're all having different experiences. Get over it. Like. They're doing nothing to you. You're doing nothing to them. Leave it alone. Battery just died, eh? Apologies there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, lost the battery on the GoPro. Um, but yeah, like, uh, I forgot where I was. To, where I was. See, I get, I get so distracted. I was just thinking about, I love these big baggy teas at the moment. They're fucking sick. Um, yeah, we've, like, our eyes are slowly being opened up. I feel, I feel like, whether it's this ge- just this generation or whether it's everyone, sorry, whether it's everyone in the world, I feel like our eyes are slowly being opened up to, like, what's bad, what's good, and we're, we're open, I feel like we're more open-minded um, with everything. And, like, yeah, don't get me wrong, there are still people that are fucking stubborn as shit and don't want to open their minds, but you know what? I feel like overall we are more open-minded. Um, and then I had a good point to this as to why that might be the case um well i was like thinking about it and i think it might be because the accessibility of technology the accessibility that technology has made like possible um like we can see through the bullshit like years ago you could get away with so much stuff because it just wasn't there we couldn't see it but now like police brutality that kind of shit over in the u.s um like it was probably been going on for fucking ages like ages but now because people can video shit wherever they are you can't get away with it because someone just whips out their phone and starts videoing it so i think through technology and i feel like we're just becoming more open-minded as people um that's how we're, we're able to actually you know progress and open our minds and see things for what they are and actually question things and not be afraid to question things that's i guess that's the negative to that's the negative to this whole cancel culture wokeness thing is like we're becoming more open-minded and we're becoming more like awake or woke but the negative effect of all this is people are scared to question shit now because it's like hey what if i get cancelled like am i allowed to ask this question like i don't really know then you're like fuck it i won't ask it and then you just shut up like that's not the way forward the way forward is like allowing for people to say what they want to say listening to them and if they have you know if they say shit wrong like correct them it's not for me it's not going to be a problem until like if they if you correct them you know twice and they still fuck it up on the third time it's like all right now fucking go after them like you got a couple of chances but don't like you know, correct someone, give them the opportunity, give them the benefit of the doubt. And then if they don't correct it, then it's like, all right, fuck them, go after them, go after them then, but give them the benefit of the doubt, allow them to, you know, try and rectify their wrong. But the problem is, excuse me, like everyone's too scared to question shit nowadays because you can't open your mouth. Like you can't say, you can't talk about a topic that's, um, you know, taboo without getting fucked or like buried or like shadow banned um which is wild like all that all the rona stuff you can't post about that because you get fucking you get buried mate you get buried in the algorithm it's insane 
you've got to be real careful like not that this is complete not that this is relevant at all but i've been noticing every time i share a reel to my story from my podcast page i my my views just fucking decimate they just die die in the absolute ass it's insane like almost get cut in a third or like a quarter it's ridiculous like they go down to a quarter of what they should be at which is like i don't know i don't know why it happens um but it does so not that that's relevant but we're here now um but yeah i think you know technology plays a part but i think overall we are we are progressing on an upward trend like we are getting better at this shit it's hard man it's hard because the people before us like we came from we, we were savages we were fucking savages and we slowly got better but then we fucked up in along, along the way too um like it would have been way better if everyone was like at the start hey we're all the same let's just hang out you know let's hang out and do this together but that wasn't the case unfortunately everyone was at war at the start um you know everyone fucking if you weren't in if your tribe was stronger than the other tribe you decimated them and moved on like that was the way it was and that's kind of the way it that's what we're trying to get away from now is you know you see yourself as you get real tribal and you're like no fuck these guys like even now you know the woke culture versus the people who want to speak their minds and still speak about stuff it's like it's a very tribal relationship it's like no fuck these guys no fuck these guys well why can't you meet in the middle why can't you agree that like woke culture is right on certain things like you shouldn't say things a certain way you should be cautious of what you say like you should be you know you should approach things in the right way but at the same time you can't limit what people say um like you should be able to say what you want that's why i have so much respect for stand-up comics because they're one of the few group of people that are actually able to speak their mind today and it's fucking awesome i love it love it i love saying fucked up shit but you know i gotta be careful you gotta pick your crowd you gotta pick your crowd these days because if you say fucked up shit to the wrong people mate good luck you're you know get a fucking get a mouthful or an earful um get a mouthful of bullshit um yeah you know i like fucking i like talking shit i'm all for talking shit but i respect people and i respect their wishes so if someone says to me hey you know don't talk about that stuff around me it makes me uncomfortable you know what i'm gonna listen i'm not gonna fucking disrespect them because i would want the same respect shown to me um but yeah like i don't i feel like i don't know if i resolution gave a resolution to the question like is the age of pleading ignorance to everything coming to an end i don't think it's coming to an end but i think we're getting better like i think more and more people are learning about things and i think education is a big thing too um like i was talking about this with someone i don't know who it was anyway but i was talking about this with someone and like I feel like education is a massive thing um, when it comes to, you know, ignorance about certain topics. And I think, like, just think about it. Have you ever met anyone who's a smart, like an educated, smart person and they're still racist? Probably not. Like, racist people are fucking dumb because it's a dumb thing to have. Like, it's a dumb thing to be fucking mad about. Don't you reckon? Like, just think about it. Like, I feel like education is the way out of this. Um... That's if we can avoid all these, like, I mean, I'm going to say it, like, I feel like dumb people have more babies than smart people, which, like, no offense to anyone, like, I feel like I pissed off a few people by saying that, but I feel like the smart people are like, oh, you know, a bit more cautious about things, whereas the dumb people are like, baby, 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 and then those babies aren't, they'd babe, those babies generally grow up in a less than healthy environment, and then they fuck the world up even more whereas the smart people trying to make a difference are out there trying to make a difference while those guys are out there fucking it up anyway um so i reckon that's enough on that that today i'm getting a bit revved up hey eh? um anyway oh no i'll save that one for an actual topic i don't want to don't want to um don't want to burn it as they say don't want to burn my material um i will say this Right, so, to end on a topic, uh, to end on a positive note, this may or may not be something that I would like to turn into a bit. Um, so, Caitlin and I were driving the other day, um, workshopping it. I We were, drove past one of those fire danger signs. So, you know the ones where they say, like, what the um, fire danger is of the day or the week or whatever, whether you can light a fire or not. And it's electronic. Do you remember the days when they were, like, 
wooden or analog you had to go and change the dial yourself uh, with a padlock like the fireys had to go down there unlock the padlock and change the arrow from low to like very high or extremely high or fucking you know danger danger um and it got me thinking i was like for them to bring in the electronic boards solar powered electronic boards it must have been a pretty labor intensive job like for them to be like hey can we fucking get you know a subsidy here that we can put up a fucking electric fire warning board that we can change remotely um because it's becoming really hard to go and change all these fucking signs and then it got me thinking too got me thinking even further what if right what if what if it was steve's job to change the arrow on the fire um the fire danger board on his way into the fire station right just say there's a massive bushfire and it's steve's job to change it on his way in he's like it's very high like it was on medium and there's a fucking raging fire he's got to change it to high and on his way in he forgot and he got to the fire station everyone's pulling on their gear getting ready to go getting ready to go and fight this fire and then um fucking frank goes steve did you did you change the the board and he's like oh I knew there was something I forgot. I was, oh, fuck it out. And then Frank's like, all right, boys, we got to fucking take a detour on the way to fight this fire. We've got to go change the board first and then we can go and do it. Just so everyone's aware that it's a total, like it's a total fire ban today. No fires allowed. So on their way to change the board, they get there, right? They're changing it. Um, and unbeknownst to them, the fire's like right around the corner. Fucking raging. They finally change it and... Due to this mistake, due to this delay of them being there, they they unfortunately they all they all perish in the um in the flames. I feel like if I was to say that story again, I would say they get there, they change the board, they all died. Just drop that bomb on you. Um, pretty pretty glim glim glim, isn't it? Yeah, got to work on the delivery on that one. But anyway, um, you win some and you lose some. There was another story too that I wanted to actually tell. I'll save that too. Um, anyway, we're, we're at about now, so I reckon I'll wrap this motherfucker up. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I got a bit ranty there towards the end. It's See what I mean? Like, even I'm feeling bad about talking about things that I should be able to talk about. When in reality, it's like, that's my view on things. That's my view on it, the topic. I think dumb people, or not dumb people, but uneducated people tend to have fucking more kids more often than educated people. And then they, those kids grow up in a fucked up family situation. And then those kids end up just as fucked up as their parents if they don't get help. Um, I think that's, you know, I think that's a real fucking problem. I think that's a real problem. Like, change my mind. If you can change my mind, I'll be fucking wrapped. I'm not, op- I'm not closed off to that. But, like, you know, fucking change it. Do it. And I'll be wrapped. Um, yeah, like, that's why I admire what Jewel, Jewel, Jewel the singer is doing with trying to she's trying to bring into english classes the education of childhood trauma and problems and dealing with them at that age as opposed to dealing with them when you're an adult when it's too late like i admire that because that's true like there are so many young kids growing up that are fucked growing up from fucked up childhood or fucked up families that end up going through their shit later in life and it fucks them it ruins everything it doesn't ruin everything, but it makes it a lot harder. Like, I'm realizing that now, mate. I'm dealing with, some, you know, my own shit, which one day I will do a fucking podcast or I'll write a book. I've been taking notes every appointment, so I'll have a fucking good log. Um, you know, I'm going through my own shit at the moment. Mate, fuck that. I'm so glad I'm dealing with it and I'm 25. Imagine if I was like 30 or 40. Fuck, mate. Um, so, like, you know... I feel like we should be able to talk about things and not have to shut up. Like, for me, bringing up that that, that point there, I should be able to talk about it. And if you think, if you disagree with me, then tell me. Like, I put up a post a few years ago about, um, it's still on my Instagram if you want to scroll back far enough, about Bonds or Nike selling, or they had a, a an, ob- an obese figure model for their um, exercise gear. And, like, I ripped it apart. I was like, they're promoting people being overweight i just like i don't like it fuck that but you know upon putting that post up it actually created a conversation and people put up a good lot of good topics it's like yeah but you know an obese person might see that and think you know what i'm gonna buy some fitness gear i'm gonna get into shape and i was like you know what you're right like that's true that that is that could very well be the path that that happens i was looking at it from one perspective saying hey 
don't promote, you know, people being obese. It's not good, but it's not. It's showing people that, you know, we have gear for you, even if you're overweight. Like, you can train. You're not going to be excluded. Um, so, like, that, you know, talking opened up my mind. I got fucking ripped for that one, though. But it had the most engagement, like, ever for one of my posts. So, maybe I should post more fucked up shit. Anyway, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. Um, been talking long enough. Got a sore voice. Hope you guys have a fucking ripper, ripper, um, ripper weekend, hey? If you want, check me. Oh, that's right. I can tell you what my bib number is. So if you want to follow along, um, oh, no, you'll be listening too late to this. I'll put it up on my Instagram page. I think my bib's like 100 and something. I got my e-ticket here somewhere. Um, welcome to race week. Here we go. E-ticket. I'll, I'll say it. Anyway, um, oh, it's not on here. Fucking hell. Anyway, um, yeah, hope you guys have a fucking good week. I hope you enjoyed watching my race, enjoyed your weekend, I don't know. Um, and I'll speak to you next week. Happy days, guys. Happy days. Happy days.